Uber, um, on their company blog, posted a preliminary proposal outlining that they would um, supply an industry-wide gig worker benefits model in Canada. The plan is for a flexible, flexible benefits fund for app-based ride hail and food delivery drivers in Canada, under which all gig industry players would share data on workers' hours and earnings. I, they're... The idea is interesting. Uh, the motivation behind it is curious as well. And here to talk about it, Samara Belitsky of Samfiru to Markin, the lead lawyer on the certified Uber class action lawsuit. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. So what was your first thought when you saw this announcement? Uh, I had lots of thoughts when I first saw this announcement. But, you know, generally what Uber is you know attempting to do is is take steps towards, uh, you know, legislating Uber drivers into a different category of workers. I think that's pretty apparent what the intention here is and, and to try to uh, kind of get their way out of having to comply with employment law. Okay. What category of worker would you say they're, they're heading uh, their, their employees towards, which are, they say, not their employees? Right. So I think what they're probably attempting to do here is something what they did similar to what they did in California, which is try to create kind of a new category for Uber drivers where they're not quite independent contractors, they're not quite employees, and the province or the country, um, you know, legislates this new uh, category whereby they still wouldn't get the protections and the entitlements owed under the Employment Standards Act, for example, in Ontario, uh, but they have this X amount of money towards benefits or RRSP. Why would a government go for that? I, it's difficult to say because we haven't seen uh, any real support from the government yet. And this is a proposal that's in its very early stages. So uh, I don't know that the government will. And, and my opinion is that they shouldn't simply because this is uh, kind of a trying to put a Band-Aid over a problem that's much bigger than just uh, benefits, as Uber has outlined it. The, the preliminary proposal, proposal outlined in a company blog post yesterday said the fund would provide gig workers with cash benefits to put toward a retirement or life insurance plan or to pay for educational or dental and health benefits not covered by Canada's universal health care system. They said that the benefits fund would be enabled by Canada's provincial governments, but managed by the ride hail and delivery companies. Can you make sense of that? Because I, I actually can't. So to be perfectly honest with you, Kelly, I can't because I don't see a way in which that system or that proposal that, that is being put forward is actually going to work. Um, but what it seems to be is that there's this amount of money that Uber is going to make available to only certain drivers that meet the criteria that Uber itself is setting. Uh, and then those drivers will get a specific amount of money that they can then put towards a variety of things, like you mentioned, RSP, education, uh, you know, health benefits, whatever the case may be. But what it really ignores is the real problem, which is these drivers are not being paid minimum wage. They're not being paid overtime. Uh, they're not getting all the things that employees should actually get. And this proposal doesn't rectify that. Hmm. There's no details, by the way, on the threshold that uh, in order to qualify for the fund that you'd have to meet as an Uber driver. Right. So my understanding is that they're proposing that there has to be a certain amount of hours work, 
but that hours worked have to be defined by actually completing a ride and delivery, but that the time that a driver spends, for example, uh, logged into the app waiting for a, a delivery or a ride to come up wouldn't count towards those hours. So that's what I think is being proposed right now. But again, because we're in the early stages, that can all change. I'm kind of cynical. So as soon as I saw this, I thought, hey, I wonder if this is Uber's way of waving a carrot towards people that might have jumped online or on board your class action lawsuit against Uber uh, to get them to say, oh, you know what, I'm going to dump out of this. Is there was there any part of you that thought, oh, well, that's interesting. It's and have you possible. seen any of that? Sure. So it is possible that that may have been Uber's you know, intention. It, it's hard to say. Uh, in terms of the class action, we're still very early on in the class action. So it's very unlikely that an Uber driver will see what Uber is offering right now, you know, in their proposal, which may or may not be supported by the government or actually implemented. It's all very tentative. Uh, but there's a difference between that and what's actually being sought through the class action, which is all of the minimum rights and protections that employees in Ontario should have. Uh, like I mentioned, minimum wage, overtime pay, uh, vacation pay, public holiday pay, uh, EI benefits, you know, the list goes on and on. But those are the things that the drivers that we hear from are actually looking for. And that's what the class action uh, seeks to accomplish. All right. So teeth cleaning would be way down the list for most people that are involved in your class action lawsuit. That's right. I think it'd be nice for them to have, but it certainly isn't a priority over all of the other things that are actually going to uh, you know, change these people's lives in terms of the compensation that they would be earning versus what they're earning now. This proposed Uber benefits uh, fund, has it been implemented in any other jurisdictions around the world? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I think this would be in, in the sense that the proposal they put forward, it is specific to Canada or, or to the province uh, in terms of what exactly they're proposing. I expect that we're going to start to see this pop up around the world, but every country and every province is different. So, you know, the proposals would have to look different throughout the world. Samara, I want to thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Kelly. Have a great day. Samara Belitsky of Sanfiru Tamarkin is the lead lawyer on the certified Uber class action lawsuit.